We continue with the daily sports feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. It is week five of the high school football season already, and let's talk about it with Cody Elliott. He is the sports editor and preps reporter for the Daily News Record. Hi, Cody. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. You ready for week five? I am. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's a bit of a lighter week in terms of the schedule. You're starting mm-hmm. to see, you know, more teams with buys and stuff. But um, I think you know, I wrote about it in in Friday's DNR just about. I think especially when you look at the Augusta County team this week, um, the Shenandoah District, I think there's a lot of potential for shake-up. You know, we've had kind of, you know, in our poll that we run each week, it's been a lot of, uh, or, or very little movement um, recently in the past couple of weeks, and I think that, that that's all going to start changing now as we get into district play and, you know, teams start facing each other and, um, you know, similar matchups across the area. So it should be a lot of fun. I was going to say, now we're starting to get into these district matchups where they should be a lot of fun, and we'll have a ton of these the rest of the year. Again, in the Shenandoah District, there's three matchups involving uh, district foes. Valley District is the same way. So th- these this is kind of when it starts to get fun. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about it last week when we were talking about the Valley District and, and adding East Rock and then obviously adding William Monroe as well. Um, about how that makes it more exciting. So, I mean, that's a 17 league now. Shenandoah is a 17 league. So, yeah, I mean, this this is when it really gets fun. This is when the the rivalries come out. The, the teams that are familiar with each other, the coaching staffs are familiar with each other. So, it's definitely going to be fun the next couple of weeks. And um, you know, I think this week will is just the start of what should be you know a good stretch run here. You mentioned the Shenandoah district, so let's start right there and some good ones. And we kind of we, we hinted toward this one coming up this week here in Week Five. Riverheads on the road at Wilson Memorial. Uh, Riverheads two and one. That one lost to Central earlier in the year. Wilson got their uh, their second win last week. But you think this will be a really good game tonight, don't you? I do. Um, I think you know it, it's it's a combination of things. I mean, this, this is naturally a rivalry these two teams and these two programs and the fan bases. Um, you know, they don't particularly care for each other very much. Um, you know, Riverheads has had their their number though for Wilson. Um, Wilson last beat them in 2013, um, but that was back during the time when Wilson was one of the premier programs in the state at that level. Them and Riverheads are kind of battling it out every year to get to the state championship game. Um, they had some good playoff runs in those times and some good playoff games, um, some some really all time games down there in Fishersville. So, um, you know, this is an opportunity for Wilson, who you know we talked about last week. We feel like they've played pretty well up to this point. Um, sitting at two and two, their two losses were two two really good teams in Turner Ashby and Spotswood. So, um, you know, this is an opportunity for them to kind of make a statement and establish themselves as, as the Shenandoah District's best team early in the season. Um, facing a Riverheads team that you know hasn't looked as sharp as they usually do. Um, not to say they looked bad or anything, but they haven't looked as sharp as they have in previous seasons. And then obviously they've been dealing with the injury to Caden Cash. So. Um, you know, that combination of things, I think, just sets up a perfect storm for, for Wilson to kind of seize an opportunity here. Um, and if they're able to do so, um, you know, it, it changes the entire discussion about, you know, their potential for this season and, and kind of the course of, of what, what's ahead of them. Have you heard anything on the injury to Caden Cook-Cash? Everything I've heard, um, you know, from, from around those, those people that are around him and, and those around the program has indicated that he should be ready to go um, against them, which is obviously a huge lift for their offense. Um, you know, he's He's everything for them, and he, he's a, a legitimate Division One prospect. Um, you know, he, he's his numbers speak for themselves. He's a, he's a multi-time Class One Player of the Year. So, um, you know, if he's able to go, it obviously changes that dynamic. It, it makes Riverheads that much more dangerous. Um, but if he's not, obviously, you know, I think you have to give Wilson the, the advantage there. But um, if he's able to go, which everything you know indicates that he will be, um, that's going to be a huge lift for Riverheads and just makes this game that much more exciting. All right, who has the edge? Who do you think wins this one? 
you know, I, I, I've learned my lesson on this over the years because every time <laughs> I've, I've seen to think that, you know, Riverhead's down and out and Riverhead um, has taken a step back, they always seem to surprise me and, and come out and, and take care of business. So I, I, I'm, I'm not going to pick against Riverhead. Um, I, I think that Riverhead will still get the job done, especially with Caden returning. Um, but I do think Wilson has a very good chance. And, uh, you know, I think what, what's really, I, I guess, the unfortunate part is both of these teams have dealt with injuries, too. Is it, you know, Wilson lost their star running back. Braden Tyree early in the year, they, they lost a the big defensive back. Um, and Parker Bauckham. And, um, you know, there's just a number of players for them that are out as well. I think that ultimately, um, if, if Caden is back, I think ultimately, you know, they're able to wear him down and pull out a win. But I expect a really, really close game um, and a really, really exciting one down there in Fishersville. Got to Cody Elliott from the Daily News Record as he is their sports editor and preps reporter. And how about Stanton and Stewart's draft in the Shenandoah district? They're both two and two. What do you make of those two teams right now as they meet up tonight? Yeah, these are this is kind of the secondary game in that in that league, but um, one that I think that quietly kind of you know indicate something about both of those teams as well. I mean, both sit at two and two. Um, both have had kind of ups and downs to start the year. Uh, but but these are two winning programs. I mean, Stewart's draft is is you know traditionally a contender almost every year. Um, Stanton has been pleasantly um, turned around under head coach Michael Bell. Um, both teams have impressive wins this season, and then both teams have kind of ugly losses. So I think, you know, everybody's got their eyes on Wilson and Riverheads, and I think whoever wins that game, everybody's going to say, well, that's the favorite to win this league. Um, when quietly, I think that Stanton or short straps, whoever kind of comes out of that one, um, you know, could be a team to watch and a team that could certainly, you know, make a run by the, by the year's end. I think that in that league as a whole, even when you add in a team like Fort Defiance, I think that that league as a whole is just very very wide open this year where there's going to be a lot more parity maybe than previous seasons. I mean, we saw it just two weeks ago when Fort went down to Greenville and, and gave Riverheads a really good game, um, played them well. Um, you know, that's not some, something we've typically seen in past seasons. So I think, you know, one through five um, in that seventeen league, I think, you know, really anybody could be anybody on any given night. And I think that's going to make for a lot of really exciting games in the weeks to come. Four's the only team that plays a, a non-district game. They get Madison County at home tonight. And then Buffalo Gap and Waynesboro, somebody's going to get their first win, and, and maybe that can jumpstart their season a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I saw Waynesboro last week against Turner Ashby, and um, obviously a, a rough year for them, but, the, you, you know, you've got to be impressed with just, you know, how hard they fight. I mean, they're, they're, they're facing a Turner Ashby team that's probably the best in the area um, and just, you know, completely, completely, you know, we're overwhelmed by them. Um, but they come out in that first quarter, they get a touchdown run by their quarterback, um, a 63-yard run. They, they, they did a good job of keeping T.A.'s offense off the field for a while. Um, they're just really, really young. They don't have quite as many uh, guys at the skill positions to make plays and, and to make those big plays that they have in the past. But they're a team that plays hard. And, um, you know, I think against Buffalo Gap, who has struggled to score the ball itself, this might be an opportunity for Wingsboro to get some of those big plays and make things happen. So, you know, you got to feel good for whoever can come out of there and get a, and get a win. Um, two programs that have had success in recent years. So, um, you know, you, you hate to see them having a down season, but uh, it, it'll be good for one of them to, to finally feel feel the experience of a victory this season. We're talking with Cody Elliott from the DNR as he is their sports editor and preps reporter, and that's the Shenandoah District tonight in the Valley District. Turner Ashby has, has the week off. They don't have a game this week. They're 4-0 so far this year. Our game of the week on WSVA has East Rockingham playing at Harrisonburg. Blue Streak still in search of their first win. East Rock 3-1. and um, What do you make of this matchup tonight here in Harrisonburg? Yeah, I guess, you know, we've talked a lot about Harrisonburg and just in terms of, you know, kind of kind of the rough season they've been having. Um, you know, they haven't scored a point yet. They, they've, they're they 0-3, you know, even dating back to last year. They've lost 14 straight. Um, it's been some rough times for Harrisonburg, and I think 
Um, you know, it's a, it's been a bit unfair this season specifically to, to judge them quite yeah, yet. No doubt. Um, I said that, you know, I think we needed to wait to, until we see them face some of these teams from around here. Um, so this is an opportunity, I think, at least to get an idea of what Harrisburg is and, and you know, what they're going to be capable of moving forward. I think when you look at that league as a whole, you know, teams like Rockbridge County, um, William and Earth, those are some teams that have struggled, and, and those are teams that I think on paper you would like to think Harrisburg has a chance against. Um, and so, you know, how they fare against East Rock, uh, I think will tell us a lot about that. And and meanwhile, on the other side of that, I mean, East Rock is a team that, you know, I, I expect to win this game, um, and I expect, you know, to play really well. Um, they, they, they've put a, put together a couple of victories here in a row to sit at 3-1 going into non-conference or non-district or out of non-district play. Um, and, and they've looked well. I mean, they've dealt with injuries at the quarterback position. They've dealt with injuries in the backfield. Um, and they seem to have, you know, guy after guy after guy stepping up. And so um, East Rock's trending in the right direction. You know, this will be their first ever Valley District game, first time playing in that league, which will be cool. Um, first ever meeting with Harrisonburg, a city-county opponent, so that'll be fun. Um, but they're trending in the right direction. They're, they're doing things the right way. Um, so while I expect them to take care of business and get a win, um, I also think it's an opportunity for Harrisonburg to kind of tell us a little bit about themselves and, and how the rest of their season will go based off how they perform against East Rockingham. Spotswood plays host to William and Rowan district play tonight. Spotswood's won their last three games after the, the loss to Rustburg. They really played pretty well. Good win against Wilson Memorial. They blew out Charlottesville last week. Um, William and Rowe is two and two right now. I'm guessing Spotswood probably the favorite tonight in this one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, they're another team like East Rockingham who seems to just finally be putting it together. Um, you know, we've talked about them being kind of probably the biggest challenger for Turner Ashby in that league, and I think they certainly are starting to look like that. Um, you know, like I've said before, they've got there's so much experience. The defense is really strong. Um, they've got a good rushing game, a good passing game. I mean, they're just an all-around good football team. And, um, you know, I think, you know, against Wilson, there were some things that were left out there that, that they probably wish they would have kind of tidied up and, and did better. Um, they still managed to get a win, which is what good teams do. And then I thought last week against Charlottesville, they really just, you know, came out there and did what they're supposed to do, dominated a team that they are better than. And now, you know, have, have momentum going into league play, and I fully expect that to continue, um, you know, with, with some big games ahead. I think they come out and, and kind of make a statement to open up Valley District play. Talking high school football with Cody Elliott from the DNR, and, and the other game in the Valley District is Broadway playing at Rockbridge County. Rockbridge has struggled so far this year. They're 0-4, but Broadway's been up and down. They they, they lost to Fort last week, 28-14. to They've been they've been kind of up and down, kind of depends which team shows up each week, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for Broadway is just not shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, you know, even last week against Fort, um, I, I think that was a closer game than uh, than what the score indicated. And I think, you know, if you take away the, the fumbles and the, and the different things that Broadway did to itself, um, you know, it might even be a different result. Um, but that's been the, the story. Even in the, in the week one loss against Louisiana, it was, it was the same thing. It was when, when they were committing turnovers and fumbles and, and things like that. Um, that's when that team struggles. So, I think the the margin for error for that team is just so little um, that they they can't afford to do those types of things. You know, when they played Strasburg down in Strasburg and got that week two win, um, they did a really good job of taking care of the football. Even when drives you know got stopped and stuff, they they, they you know used the used the special teams to put the team put put Strasburg in bad field position, um, things like that. Uh, but when they start getting sloppy with the football and they start making turnovers and committing penalties and things like that. Um, you know, that's when that's when things go south pretty quickly, and, and that's going to be the key for them. This should be a game that they should win. Um, they, they should go down there and get a road win and, and come back and be sitting above 500 at the midway point. And, you know, that sets them up nicely to, to really compete for a playoff spot in the second half of the season. Um, but like I said, I think the biggest key for them, not only against Rockbridge, but moving forward, 
if that team wants to win games is just not committing penalties and, and taking care of the football. Because when they do that, um, you know they're able to they're able to be a pretty good football team. Yeah, they're two and two right now. If they can get a win tonight, they'll be three and two, and they get Spotswood and TA in the next couple of weeks. So a lot 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 ahead for them, no doubt about that. We're talking to Cody Elliott from the. Daily News Record, their sports editors. We preview week five of the high school football season. In the Bull Run District, most of them are, are either not playing or playing non-district foes. It's Central and Clark County both have an off week. They're, they have a bye this week. Um, really no other in-district matchups. Lou Ray gets Rock Ridge. Madison County, we mentioned they go to Fort Defiance tonight. Strasburg takes on King William and then Page County and Mountain View meet up tonight. But after Central and Clark County, who do you think is right there on the cusp of maybe getting into that 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 top two with those two teams? Uh, I think it has to be Strasburg. I mean, when you look at the rest of the league now, you know, now, now that you've taken even East Rockingham out of there, um, Luray doesn't seem to be quite up to par with what they've been in re- previous years. They, they lost quite a bit, so they're kind of in a rebuild a little bit. Page County is a, is a program that's struggling right now. They, they, they knew coming into the year their numbers were low, and they're, they're trying to you know, get guys experience. They've got you know, more freshmen on the roster than I, I think I've ever seen at the varsity level. Um, so when you look at the, at the bottom half of that league and, and teams like that, um, you know, I don't think they're quite on that level. Um, and so then, you know, I think, you know, Central and Clark are so far above everyone else right now in that, in that league. I think that's really the matchup everybody's looking forward to. Um, but with that being said, I think, you know, we talked about last week, Strasburg, and, you know, everybody's talked about their week two loss to Broadway, and, and, you know, they're probably tired of hearing about it. And so I think they came out last week, they had a bye, they came back, um, they, they got a big win, and I think you know that's a program that you can never ever look. Um, you know, any season similar to Riverheads, uh, it seems like whenever you count them out, they they are able to you know surprise you, um, win a lot of games, and 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 make the playoffs. Um, they they've been one of the staples of the postseason, and so I think if there's going to be a third team in that league that can make a push, um, it, it's got to be Strasburg. And um, you know, in the coming weeks, you know, all these teams, you know, those three, like we said, with district play beginning, they'll start facing off against each other. So. You know, all those answers will be will be um, found out real real quick. But I think you know, it, there's no doubt if there's a third team, it's got to be Strasburg right now. Yeah, no question. Again, we're talking to Cody Ellett from the Daily News Record. And before we let you go, um, obviously all the other fall sports going on right now. What are some other storylines here earlier midway through the season that that you're kind of interested in uh, to kind of see how it, how it wraps up the, as we continue throughout the fall? Well, you know, there's a number of sports obviously going on. I, I think in volleyball right now, you know, one of the biggest matches of the year just happened on Thursday night um, with, with Rockbridge County hosting Spotswood. And, and John Braden, our, our press writer, was down there. And um, I thought, you know, Rockbridge kind of made a statement there um, in terms of, you know, that's two teams that came in with one loss apiece. Both came in a, in a, a three-match tournament early in the year. Um, you know, against bigger schools, so you know, really unbeaten against uh, against all the area schools. Um, one that you know we thought would be like a five-set thriller, two teams going back and forth, and instead Rockbridge just swept right through them um, and really established themselves not only as the best team in the Valley District, but the best team in the entire area for sure. Um, they've just been dominant so far, and I thought that was a, just a huge, huge statement win for them. So, um, you know, I think those two teams are obviously two really good value programs. Fort Defiance volleyball is, is another one that. You know, traditionally over the years they've they've made these types of runs, and now they move down to the class two level. And I think when you look at that as a whole, um, they're a team that was capable of making another run again. So there's a number of volleyball teams there that I think have some special potential, um, and I think it's going to be a you know a special run for them, a special season ahead. Um, and then I think you know the other big sport that we've been covering and, and getting ready for is uh, is cross country. And I think mm-hmm. you know one of the, one of the most intriguing storylines I think is out of Broadway. Um, where Tristan Yoder, who 
was a, was kind of a breakout basketball player last last winter for the Gobblers, and and um, you know really became an All District type player. You know has a lot of potential. His family, you know, used to play at Broadway. He's got a lot of history there um, as a basketball player, and now all of a sudden he's emerged as this big time cross country runner. So. Um, that's a storyline we're looking forward to following along and seeing what he can do. He's got some special times and some, some times that rank with some of the best in the state right now. So um, certainly a lot of potential there. And, uh, you know, otherwise we're getting ready for regional golf next week and <laughs> Start and all that stuff. So, yeah, we, we're moving quickly. <laughs> yeah, no question. Good stuff. We'll catch up about some other sports and do that more as we continue. But, Cody, thank you so much for your time. Check out dnronline.com slash sports. You can check out all the previews for week five and read more about them over the weekend. Co- or Cody, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dave.